Bill O'Reilly here, Wednesday, July 14th, 2021. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening today in America. President Biden addressing the nation on voting rights. Congress moves to televise Supreme Court hearings. France issues mandatory vaccine passports. New study ranks the best places to live in America. Great white sharks descending on New England. Also ahead, my commentary on the COVID Olympics about to begin. But first, Joe Biden addressing voting. The president calling Republican efforts in some states to shore up election integrity before the midterms, quote, shameful and appalling, unquote. Mr. Biden labeling the proposed bills, quote, the most significant test of our democracy since the Civil War, unquote. Well, this is absolute rubbish, as they say, in Great Britain. If you actually read the laws and you know what's in them, there's nothing threatening at all. And the states have the constitutional right to regulate the vote to cut down on fraud. So this is all a bunch of malarkey. And there's a word Joe Biden knows very well. A group of bipartisan lawmakers urging Congress to pass legislation that will permit cameras inside the Supreme Court for the first time. Current rules ban televising oral arguments. Republican Senator Chuck Grassley, who supports the effort, claims footage of the Derek Chauvin-George Floyd trial made it easier for the public to understand what was happening. The French government rolling out its so-called health pass for vaccinated citizens Presenting the digital passport will be required before entering movies, gyms, bars, restaurants, nightclubs, shops, planes, trains, buses, everything. Less than 35% of France's 67 million population is fully vaxxed, so most folks will continue to stay at home. C'est la vie. Study from U.S. News & World Report ranks the best places to live in the USA... Top five, Austin, Texas, Fayetteville, Arkansas, Huntsville, Alabama, Raleigh, North Carolina, and number one, Boulder, Colorado. Worst place, Flint, Michigan. Researchers in New England reporting a record number of great whites prowling the shores. At least 220 predators have been tagged this season, up from 15 a decade ago. Shark experts urge humans to avoid swimming at dusk and dawn and If you see a seal, get out of the water. That goes for the seals, too. In a moment, the COVID Olympics are about to begin. Right back. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been delivering on its promise to do good and never forget the sacrifices of America's greatest heroes. Heroes who put their lives on the line to protect our country and our communities. Heroes like Bristol, Connecticut Police Sergeant Dustin DeMonte. After responding to a domestic violence incident, he sustained fatal gunshot wounds. He left behind his expectant wife and two children. Thanks to the generosity of people like you, Tunnel to Towers paid the mortgage on the DeMonte family home, lifting a financial burden. As his loved ones mourned the decorated officer's loss, they welcomed a miracle, the child he would never get to meet. So many families need your help. Please help America's heroes and their young families. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good in their honor. 95 cents out of every dollar you donate goes to their programs. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. 
That's T, the number two, T.org. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day, the COVID Olympics. Now, a few weeks ago, I suggested they be postponed a year because of the COVID chaos in Japan. Only about 15% of the population vaxxed there, still in lockdown, COVID everywhere in the land of the rising sun. Now, I felt badly recommending that because I know athletes train for years to compete, and the world itself needs the relief of watching the Olympic Games. Now, the 32nd Olympiad will go ahead in Tokyo despite COVID because billions of dollars are on the line. And when billions of dollars are on the line, you go ahead. The competition will begin July 23rd next week and end on August 8th. Tens of thousands of athletes, support staff, journalists are expected in Tokyo, but there will be no spectators at the games because the city of Tokyo has entered a state of emergency. That's not good. The games will be the greenest ever. Olympics powered by renewable energy and using recycled metals. Well, that's okay. That's fine. Green is good, I guess. Japan, the country, has spent about $15 billion getting ready for the games. NBC's paying $4.4 billion to broadcast them. And again, this is about money. 80% of the athletes will stay in the Olympic Village bubble, and most of them, the vast majority, are vaccinated against COVID. But you don't have to be. There is no mandate for athletes being vaccinated. They will be tested. But again, you're going to have people walking in there who are not vaxxed. Now, 62% of the Japanese population want the games postponed. They agree with me. 6,000 doctors in Tokyo have urged the country to cancel the event because they can see what is likely to happen. But again, there will be no cancellation. What will happen is some folks will get sick, and that will affect the actual sports. Has to happen. The virus thrives in crowded places. Tokyo and the Olympic Village are cramped, crowded places. Now, I'm going to monitor the situation, and I really, really hope I'm wrong. I want the Olympics to go off, and I want a good spirit at the Games to lift the morale of everybody in the world who is battered by COVID. We're lucky here. I don't think Americans understand how fortunate we are that we got a vaccine within seven months and the rest of the world doesn't have it because the contracts were made with American pharmaceutical companies to supply Americans. Now Joe Biden's going to send vax overseas and that's fine, but we're really lucky and Japan is not. I'm Bill O'Reilly. I approve the message by writing it. For more honest news analysis, please go to BillOReilly.com and Please check out my new book, Killing the Mob, a sensational bestseller. You will like it in a moment.
something you might not know. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Now, the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. 223 years ago today, the U.S. Congress passed the Sedition Act legislation that endangered liberties for all Americans in the newly formed nation. The bill ultimately failed, but caused a lot of damage while it was legal. Here's how the act went down. On July 14, 1798, Alexander Hamilton and congressional Federalists took advantage of the public's fear of foreign wars and passed the Alien and Sedition Acts, all without even consulting President John Adams. The legislation targeted new immigrants to the USA. It limited them and provided a period of residency before foreigners could apply for citizenship. That was extended from five years to 14 years. And the president gained the power to detain and deport anyone, any person deemed an enemy of the state. In direct violation of the Constitution's First Amendment, the Sedition Act also permitted the prosecution of any person who voiced or printed derogatory comments about the president or the government in general. If that were in effect today, I'd be doing life. Anyway, 14 Republicans were ultimately prosecuted, some imprisoned, under the Sedition Act. Both Thomas Jefferson and James Madison were fierce critics of the law, claiming the bill violated the First and Tenth Amendments, which it did. President Adams, also appalled by the act, threatened to resign and leave office if the law was not rescinded by Congress. Under the incoming administration of Thomas Jefferson, the Sedition Act expired on March 3, 1801. However, arguments made for and against it shaped future debates about constitutional protections. And here's something else you might not know. The sedition law made a brief comeback in the 20th century. President Woodrow Wilson, in conjunction with congressional leaders and some newspapers, passed another sedition act in 1918 to silence critics during World War I. Like the original, it was canceled two years later. Sometimes canceling is good back after this. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. 
My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.